We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Wichita's number one talk. Good morning, 7 o'clock. This is the KNSS Morning News with Stephen Ted. I'm Steve McIntosh. Damage and injuries after a tornado touches down in Louisiana. We have the story. Spirit is reducing its workforce, but not in production. I'm Ted Woodward. Those details just ahead. I'm Rodney Price. Sedgwick County discusses ARPA plan and a move for their HR department. That story is ahead. I'm KNSS meteorologist Dan Holiday. Clear and cold this morning here in Wichita with more cloud cover on the way in today and the chance of rain mixing with snow later on tonight. We'll talk about how long that could last here in just a few minutes. A tornado touched down in Tangipoa Parish, Louisiana Wednesday. Tangipoa Parish President Robbie Miller recalls a situation that could have been worse. There were some children in a a trailer that was overturned and destroyed pretty good. Uh, they were fine. We did. They did get transported to the local hospital to be checked out, but they, they seemed to be fine when they left. The National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration increased the threat of severe weather to a level three for portions of eastern Louisiana. So far, no reports of fatalities connected with these storms. President Biden is pressing Republicans to prove they won't cut Social Security nor Medicare. At a union facility in Wisconsin, President Biden said if Republicans really do oppose cuts to Social Security, they should prove it in a budget proposal. Well, I sure hope that's true. I'll believe it when I see it. White House Press Secretary Corrine Jean-Pierre said a Tuesday night back and forth with Republican lawmakers effectively put the GOP on defense. He called out members out on live television. Uh, in front of millions of Americans. President Biden and House Speaker Kevin McCarthy are trading proposals to curb deficits and raise the debt limit. On Capitol Hill, Jared Halpern, Fox News. Spirit Aerosystems is planning to reduce around 1,000 positions by later this year. And the company says it does not include jobs linked to production. Most of the cuts will come from a hiring freeze and attrition. Senior Communications Manager Forrest Gossett says... They are still adding jobs in other areas. Air travel industry is recovering the pre-pandemic level, so there's a tremendous need for new aircraft, and we have customer demands, and we need production workers to fill those production demands. Spirit Aerosystems is hosting a job fair this Saturday at the Spirit HR Service Center from 8 a.m. to 2 p.m. They will offer a $3,000 sign-on bonus to hourly workers. Back in 2021, Sedgwick County was awarded just more than $100 million in American Rescue Plan Act funding. Yesterday, we learned how much of that will be spent in the coming years. Nearly $46 million will be spent in 2023, and $16.2 million is earmarked for 2024. 
One of the projects to tap into that funding is the county courthouse remodel to help clear the court backlog created by the pandemic. To add the additional courtrooms, several departments have moved to the downtown Ruffin building. The HR department will be next. Commissioner David Dennis was okay with the move, but questioned why they needed more office and parking space with a number of employees working a hybrid or remote schedule. I just want to make sure that uh, as we make these decisions, uh, that we're looking at the whole picture rather than focusing on one department. Work on the first floor offices should be finished by June. Rodney Price, KNSS News. Three people have been arrested in connection with the fatal shooting last May in Salina. Police say they were looking for suspects in the May 7th shooting that killed 25-year-old Dylan Garman and injured two others. One of the suspects, a 29-year-old man, was arrested last week in Salina. A 19-year-old female was also arrested last week in Arkansas. And Monday, the 24-year-old man was arrested in Oklahoma. More miracles among the earthquake wreckage in Turkey and Syria. Rescuers have been able to pull some survivors out of the debris. But Fox's Kevin Cork reports that may not happen much more. As crews continue pulling survivors from beneath the rubble, search and rescue teams say the window for finding more people alive is closing. Days below the debris without food and water and during the cold winter is reducing their odds for survival. Monday's 7.8 magnitude quake and the dozens of aftershocks that have followed have killed thousands. Many survivors, now homeless, are forced to camp outside, huddling by fires just to keep from freezing. Experts say most rescues occur in the first 24 hours after a disaster. After that, survival chances drop with each passing day. At least 15,000 people have died in this earthquake. KNSS News Time now, 7.05, five minutes past 7 o'clock. Right down to the end last night for the Shockers, the Butler Grizzlies in basketball action, and we'll hear from Chiefs quarterback Patrick Mahomes, Super Bowl just a few days away. It's all coming up in sports in just a few minutes. Wichita drivers should be aware that police will be conducting a traffic enforcement project today on East Kellogg, in other words, a speed trap. That story and more (laughs) just ahead on the KNSS Morning News with Stephen Ted. The KNSS Morning News with Steve and Ted now, 7.08, 8 minutes past 7 o'clock. Which is our drivers should be aware that police will be conducting a traffic enforcement project today on East Kellogg. In a Facebook post, the Wichita Police Department says Patrol East Traffic Section, along with the Patrol East Community Police, will be conducting a concentrated traffic enforcement project along the East Kellogg Corridor. The officers will be looking for cases of excessive speeding and aggressive driving along Kellogg. Lawmakers on both sides of the aisle preparing to receive briefings over a Chinese aircraft recently shot down by the U.S. military. Lucas Tomlinson from Fox reports. These will be classified briefings today on Capitol Hill. Top Republican senators on the Armed Services Committee demanding answers from the Pentagon and the Director of National Intelligence to fill in the blanks on this timeline. Senators Wicker Rubio want to know when was the spycraft first picked up on radar. And since the Chinese spy machine's week-long odyssey across the United States, other countries are reporting recent sightings around the world, notably in India, the Philippines, Japan, Taiwan, and the U.S. territory of Guam as well. In addition to the one that crashed off Hawaii Monday, 
months ago, as Fox first reported last weekend. There have been other recent sightings here in the U.S. The Washington Post reports this is all part of a vast Chinese espionage arsenal. And Republicans are demanding to know why the aircraft was not shot down sooner. The issue of requiring masks in schools was a hot topic for the House Energy and Commerce Committee Wednesday. Fox's Marion Rafferty reports. The White House saying two national pandemic emergencies are going to end May 11th. But despite these declarations, CDC Director Rochelle Walensky told a House panel not to expect the agency's masking guidance for schools to go away anytime soon. Our masking guidance doesn't really change um, with time. What it changes with is disease. So when there's a lot of disease in a community, we recommend that those communities and those schools mask. When there's less disease in the community, we recommend that those masks can come off. House Energy and Commerce Committee Chairwoman Kathy McMorris-Rogers arguing that masking policies take a physical and emotional toll on children. Walensky pointed to data obtained by the CDC that suggests schools that did not impose masking requirements saw more students get sick and miss school than schools that did. Other committees are expected to look into billions of dollars thought to be lost to pandemic-related fraud and at the origin of the disease. Pennsylvania's new Democrat senator, John Fetterman, is in a hospital. Fetterman was reportedly feeling lightheaded at the end of a Senate Democrat retreat and was driven to the George Washington University Hospital, where initial tests did not show evidence of a new stroke. But his spokesperson said he was staying overnight in the hospital and will undergo more tests. Fetterman suffered a stroke in May, just days before winning Pennsylvania's Democratic Senate primary. Fetterman is reportedly in good spirits and talking with family and hospital staff. Ted Lindner, Fox News. KNSS News Time now, 712, 12 minutes past 7 o'clock. Traffic this morning in Wichita. Well, right now, things going well in traffic. Not really seeing any big problems. Some heavy traffic volumes here and there. It doesn't really appear to be slowing things down too badly. The gasoline prices, and good news, still two ninety nine a gallon. No change from yesterday when we started seeing those prices falling below that $3 a gallon mark. Traffic update from 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. I'm Jad Chambers. And now the KSN Storm Tracker 3 forecast with Kansas Today meteorologist Ronnell Williams. Good morning, Ronnell. Good morning, Steve and Ted. Happy Thursday to you guys. How are you guys doing? Great, great. Yeah. How are you? Not too bad. You know, of course, things pretty quiet out there, and I'm sure a lot of people out there, you know, kind of feeling the anticipation of that big game. You know, we're just a few days away. Of course, our our weather going to be uh, different compared to uh, down in the Phoenix-Glendale area, but we're actually still going to be pretty nice this weekend. I know it's chilly out there right now, but just give it time as we uh, will likely see a milder turn once again, uh, just in time for this upcoming weekend. For now, though, uh, only getting up to 48 degrees today. Average high, 47. So cool, but but still pretty close to where we should be for this time of year. We will also see increase in clouds, barely a cloud in the sky out there right now. But we'll also not only have the cloud cover gradually move in, but there's also going to be some gusty winds moving it as well. Uh, any breeze out there right now, it is fairly light, but we could see our wind speeds get up to 25 miles an hour. That means we could see some gusts pushing 40 miles an hour, especially by later on today. Now, a 10% chance of rain and snow, that's closer to the late afternoon, early evening hours. Well after dark, we'll go up to a 20% chance of seeing rain mixed with snow. Very light accumulation, anywhere from very little to none expected. So uh, by the time we get to our commute early tomorrow morning, things looking like they should be okay. We will start off below freezing, though, at 24 degrees and only getting up to a high of 44. So all the way through the end of the work week, still going to be chilly out there. But then 55 on Saturday, 58 on Sunday, and you can thank a southerly switch of our winds for that milder turn. 
Now another uh, front going to blow through over this upcoming weekend, and that's going to lead to some moisture working its way from the south, uh, leading to a 20% chance of rain on Monday, up to a 10% chance of rain come Tuesday. We'll dip down to around 50 degrees both Monday and Tuesday, so that next cool down doesn't look too significant, right back up to 55 by next Wednesday. Right now, we're at 31 degrees with uh, a light northwest breeze at 12 miles an hour. A very little cloud cover out there. We do have a wind chill of 22, though, so chilly start, but fairly quiet for now. I had a few uh, droplets on my windshield this morning. Do you have just a little bit of rain overnight uh, around this area? Yeah, that's exactly what it was, just a little bit. A little bit. Enough yeah. to damp roads, but we're only talking about .03 inches, mm. you know, when it comes to uh, Wichita Eisenhower National Airport. Of yeah. course, that's where we get all our measurements from. For anybody that's listening out there, I, uh, Steve, Ted, I, I've said this before, when it comes to rain and snow, you know, if you want to know how much precipitation you received, that's the uh, the best way to go is to get your own uh, rain gauge. That's, mm. that's the best way to go because uh, typically uh, official measurements, they come from one single location, and of course, you know, when you live in a big city, yeah. that can that can vary. No, it's too much trouble. I just want you to tell me. Yeah. Too much trouble. Not a problem. <laughs> too much trouble for us to look in our rain. I won't even charge you. <laughs> okay. Thank you, Ronell. The KSN Storm Tracker 3 forecast with Kansas Today meteorologist Ronell Williams. 7.15 now. Stephen 10 in the morning here on KNSS. Ninth day of February. And, uh, of course, we had as, uh, yesterday's high was 48 degrees. Normal high, 47 it was on this date in 1933. The temperature at Riverside Ranger Station in Yellowstone plunged to 66 below zero to set a Wyoming state record. Wow, that is cold. Nearby Moran, Wyoming, chilled out with a low of 63 below, which yeah. 63 below is, of course, warmer well, than 66 below. I hope that Ranger Station had a good heater. No oh, kidding. <laughs> or at least a big blanket to crawl under. Yeah, I hope Mr. Ranger's okay. He his, not, didn't lose a picnic basket up there or anything. Uh... Just the only state in 1963, the Boeing 727 went on its first ever flight as it took off from Wenton, uh, Renton, Washington. That was in uh, 1963. And a big birthday today, singer-songwriter Carol King, 81 years old Oh, today. my. Well, she had some, some big, big hits. Big hits back, back in, in the, the day. Yeah. Yep. She is 81 years old today. See you in the morning here on KNSS. And as we, uh, we just told you a few minutes ago, but just <laughs> heads up for you. If you're traveling the East Kellogg Corridor, which I presume is anywhere from uh, downtown in the Cloverleaf there, clear out uh, as far as you want to go, but the, uh, there's an enhanced enforcement going on there. In other words, they, they're looking to catch some speeders or people who are not driving properly this morning, police department. So be warned, and there you go. They, uh, I'm not seeing uh, too many uh, police officers during the noontime when I'm heading home, in late morning he- heading home, home on, the, on Kellogg. And, Every now and then they're out there, best in people, but most of the time there's somebody coming around that left lane going, wow, lickety split. Okay, slow it down, take care of yourselves out there. It's 717, Steve and Ted. It is sports time with Ted Woodward. And, uh, hey, Shockers playing basketball last night at Coke Arena. Yep, the Shocks hosting Central Florida last night. 6,900 fans on hand at Coke Arena to see the Shockers and the Knights go at it. One last time here in Wichita is conference foes. Central Florida leaving the conference next year for the Big 12. Shocks, once again, dominated this game for about 28 minutes, had an 11-point lead with 12 minutes to go. But then down the stretch, the Shocker offense just almost ground to a halt. Mike Kennedy and Dave Dahl had the call of the game on 103.7 KEYN. Big possession for Wichita State. Down four. Craig Porter right wing at the high post to Poto. Back to Porter trying to cut into the lane. 
to Pierre. Geron starts left. He's out top, right wing Rojas. Drives down low, six to shoot. Out to Pierre. He's got a man right in his face. He's going to have to force, gets it away. Short, rebound, UCF. That's the Nothing happened on that possession. It was just dribbling out front, and then finally Pierre had to take a well-contested force three. That's the killer that's hurt Wichita State down the stretch in some games. Just an end-of-the-shot clock force three-pointer. Theo Horton right wing. Mid-lane, Hendricks step away, 15-footer, good, and here it goes. Yep, it's pretty much how the... The final 12 minutes went. Shockers nothing on offense, and the Knights come down and score. Final score, Shockers blow that 11-point lead. The Knights win it 72-67 was the final score as the Shocks fall to 12-12 on the season. Here's Shocker head coach Isaac Brown. Um, They got 15 points off turnovers, and that was the difference in the game. We didn't bury the basketball. We turned it over a little too much. And like you say, when you got an 11-point lead with, what, 10 minutes to go, um, you just got to make sure you run offense and not turn the basketball over. And we didn't do a good job of taking care of it. Shocks committed 18 turnovers, and Central Florida got 15 offensive rebounds. And that adds up to the road win for the Knights. Mike Kennedy, the play-by-play voice of the Shockers, spoke after the game with Wichita State's Craig Porter. It's a frustrating time, you know, to, to lose a game like this. You've had several like this this year. You're, the, you're kind of the guy. You're the leader. You're the most experienced. Where do you, what do you tell your teammates as you move forward from this? Uh, I mean, this isn't anything new to us. Uh, really, it's just going to take – it's down to us. I mean, the coaches are telling us everything to do. They're putting us in the position. So it's really up to us to just listen and execute what they're saying. The Shocks only scored 15 points in the final 12 minutes of that game. Got outscored 31-15 in the final 12 minutes. Yeah. College uh, Juco men's basketball last night. What a game. 14th-ranked Dodge City hosting 16th-ranked Butler Community College. Dennis Higgins had the call of that game over on 97.5 and 1240. KFH, a wild finish. 21 seconds to go. Grizzlies down 67-66. Grant drives it right elbow. Pass goes left side to Hill. Pass goes inside to Odekane, his hook shot, up and in! 12 seconds to go, Grizzlies lead, 68-67. Here comes Edwards, up the floor, Edwards, right wing, drives it, pull-up jumper, good! Three seconds to go! Butler scores, Dodge scores, but then Butler could not get the bucket to try to win it at the end. Dodge wins it 69-68. With the loss, the Grizzlies fall to 19-6 on the season. We had a men's basketball action last night. Southwestern men win on the road at McPherson, 102-90. to The Southwestern men are now 20-5 and on the season. The Mound Builders have won three in a row. They're ranked number 20 in the nation. Happy birthday today to former Wichita State basketball star Dexter Dennis is 24 today. Spent four years at Wichita State, including a member of the NCAA tournament team from two years ago. Dexter Dennis is finishing out his college career this season at Texas A&M, where he leads the Aggies in block shots and defensive rebounds. Happy birthday to the former Shocker, Dexter Dennis. He's 24 today. And, of course, we're three days out from the Super Bowl. The Philadelphia Eagles and the Kansas City Chiefs going at it. Chiefs quarterback Patrick Mahomes updates us on his injury and mobility status. I'm definitely in a better spot. Uh, I mean, uh, I definitely can move around better than I, I was moving last week or two weeks ago. And so uh, it's just trying to continue to get the treatment and the rehab um, and get to as close as I can to 100% and then uh, rely on some adrenaline to let me do a little bit extra when I'm on the field. So it's going to be it's gonna be definitely better, more mobile, 
uh, be able to move around a little bit uh, better for sure. And then we'll see on game day how close to 100% I can be. There you go, Chiefs-Eagles, three days out on Sunday. Listen to the game live right here on KNSS, along with the Chiefs Radio Network pregame and postgame shows as well, right here on KNSS on Sunday. And uh, don't forget the Shocker women's basketball team is home tonight, 6 o'clock at Coke Arena. Shocker ladies hosting Tulane. That's sports with Steve and Ted coming up one week from tonight. The big movie Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania. (laughs) Got a big sneak preview of that movie one week from tonight at the Boulevard Theater at Town West Square. And I've got a couple of four-packs to a couple of lucky winners. If you want those tickets, call me now at 869-1330. now. Keep it here for House Call for Health. The U.S. Department of Agriculture is recommending new guidelines for schools providing meals to students. That's on the way. Steve, it's in the morning here on KNSS. This is Stephen Ted on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Good morning, Steve McIntosh, Ted Woodward, 7.30 on this Thursday morning. Now 31 degrees. A 15-year-old is still missing after escaping from custody this past Friday while being transported from Olathe to Wichita. Officials say the teen kicked out a back window and dislodged the door of the transport van and escaped near Lincoln and Hydraulic. Sedgwick County Corrections Director Steve Stonehouse says transports happen every day and there are times when the county is not able to provide services, but an inmate still needs to be transported. Especially dental. So if somebody has needs um, is in pain because of uh, a medical procedure, that can't be done here. We'll have to transport them out for that. Um, if somebody needs to go to the hospital or emergency room, they have to go out for that. So those are all reasons that we would transport. Um, the court orders psychological evaluations, and sometimes those are done on site in the office of the doctor. Stonehouse says the juvenile correctional facility is rethinking some of its security procedures, including how windows can be blocked on transport vehicles in the future. The last time they had an escape was in 2008. Only hours after an appeals court lifted an order blocking his execution, a triple murderer has been put to death in Texas. John Ballantyne was given a lethal injection for murdering three teenagers 25 years ago, including his former girlfriend's brother. Last week, a court had postponed his execution because his lawyer hadn't been given proper notice. But Wednesday morning, the Texas Court of Criminal Appeals reversed that decision, and the U.S. Supreme Court refused to hear a last-minute appeal. In his final statement, Ballantyne said to his victim's family members, I want to apologize for the wrong I did, y'all. When he was pronounced dead, the victim's relatives high-fived one another. Jack Callahan, Fox News. A hay theft reported in Barton County. The sheriff's office says it learned that about 150 bales of hay were removed from a field sometime between late November and this week. Estimated loss in excess of $25,000. A white truck tractor and semi-trailer, as well as a John Deere tractor, were seen in the area prior to the theft. A Garden City church was the target of a debit card theft reported to police last week following an investigation. A 36-year-old man was identified after he allegedly used the card 162 times costing the church over $100,000 in losses. The man was arrested on suspicion of 162 counts of criminal use of a financial card and 162 counts of theft. Why was no one behind the wheel of a Tesla after a deadly crash in Texas? 
The National Transportation Safety Board apparently has the answer. In April of 2021, in the Houston suburb of Spring, two men died when a Tesla crashed into a tree, but no one was found in the front seat. Was the car on autopilot when it wrecked? The NTSB says no, the system couldn't have been engaged on the street where it happened because it had no lane lines. They believe the driver moved to the back seat after the wreck. The agency says the driver and passenger died from blunt force trauma as well as burns when the car's battery caught fire. The driver also found to have a blood alcohol level nearly double the state's legal limit. Jill Nato, Fox News. A herd of goats in Portland, Oregon, let loose to cause chaos. The animal's fence was cut open and the goats let out as part of a protest against the planned sweep of a nearby homeless encampment. The owner of the Belmont Goats nonprofit says she found a note on the fence that said, The comfort of five goats is valued over the shelter of more than 15 people. So it's time for the Belmont Goats to enjoy a little walk in the park. It was signed by some anarchists. The goats have since been retrieved and were unharmed. The city wants to turn the land where they currently reside into an affordable housing project. Officials agreed to transfer the goats to a nearby property where a tent city now stands. Tom Rigotti, Fox News. And now the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. With a quiet start to the day here in south-central Kansas, we will have cloud cover gradually increasing throughout the afternoon. It'll be breezy with a high 47. Areas of light rain may mix with some snow as colder air moves in tonight with a quick-moving system. Our low falls to 24, sunny and 42 on Friday. I'm KNSS meteorologist Dan Holliday. And now we have a clear sky, 31 degrees, and a west wind at 9 miles per hour. Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS, 734 this morning. And uh, today is Thursday, February 9th, 2023. Big date in, uh, I think, in American history and music history. That's date 1964. The Beatles made their first live American television appearance on The Ed Sullivan Show. Broadcast from uh, New York on CBS. The Ed Sullivan Show was, uh, this, Ed Sullivan was this little guy, he was a, a I think a, com, a columnist in New York in the papers and wrote about entertainment and got his own TV show on CBS. And on Sunday nights, well, that was a place to be. It sure was. Because he would bring on all these great varieties. Mm-hmm. And the, the the latest stand-up comedians would mm-hmm. come on. And I'm riveted there. I'm just like six, seven years old. Hey, man, I'm picking up some jokes, you know. Share on the playground. And you weren't seeing that anywhere else. Oh, no. Don't, you know, don't see that kind of thing anymore. It is gone. Then he'd bring on the latest acts. The, you know, the, I remember the, the Dave Clark Five. The Stones came on. And the Beatles. And the, that night, the Beatles, you know, black and white TV and, you know, lines running back and forth. You could barely see what they looked like. But uh, uh, they did a great job. And I remember watching with Mom and Dad, and they didn't have any negative things to say about these young men or their hairdos or anything like that. But... Uh, some people did. <laughs> I think my uh, I think my wife's dad accused him of being communist or something. Yeah. So, you know, <laughs> it was it was pretty controversial at first, but the music, I think their music cut across the generational well, that lines was, and that even was older their great, folks. That was their great genius. Older, older folks loved the music. Well, it's just Ed, good. Ed discovered them kind of by mistake. He was in London and he saw these crowds of young girls screaming and going crazy and. And it's like, what is this? Yeah. And they explain to him, it's this band. And he says, well, obviously, I got to get them on. You know, <laughs> wait, uh, that makes me, it helps me to recall uh, seeing their movie, Hard Day's Night. 
uh, which uh, uh, came out a couple of years later, I guess. Or, and I was in, we were in Kansas City visiting my, my cousin, and, and my cousin Scott was a really accomplished musician. He had his own reggae band and whatnot. But we went out to, they were showing the, the, uh, the movie at an outdoor theater. Oh, wow. And so we didn't stay in the car with my aunt. And we went up there, and my brothers and, and Scott and I, we were sitting up there. You know those places they used to sit in front of the, in front of the concession stand where you could sit there? Filled with girls screaming mm. their lungs out. Mm. And I said, gosh, Scott, we can't hear the music. <laughs> yeah, can't hear the music. <laughs> Quite an experience there. This is also, by the way, the anniversary of, uh, it was on this date in 64, uh, the G.I. Joe action figures were introduced at the American International Toy Fair in New York. The G.I. Joe action figure. Boy, was has that been a popular uh, little doll there, the G.I. Joe action figures. Hey, uh, an interesting story out of Midwest City, Oklahoma, this morning, where federal authorities say more than 200 shotguns have been found in a dumpster outside an Oklahoma firearms dealer. Search warrant by the Federal Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms says 236 imported 20-gauge shotguns were found behind International Firearm Company in Midwest City. Search warrant says the shotguns were reported to police by sanitation worker in the Oklahoma City suburb January 19th. Document says agents were told the shotguns were defective, but they appeared to be functional. So why would you put 200 shotguns in your dumpster? Hmm. I don't know. What do you think? Story of a mouse? Why not? A tiny California mouse now has a big, big title after winning a Guinness World Records title for longevity. Oh, eek. A Pacific pocket mouse named Pat. Pat. Yeah, after Star Trek actor Patrick Stewart. <laughs> received the Guinness title Wednesday for being the oldest living mouse in human care at the ripe old age of nine years and 209 days. Oh, Pat. Pat okay. the mouse. A long life. Mouse was born at the San Diego Zoo Safari Park in 2013 under a conservation breeding program. The Pacific Pocket Mouse, which weighs as much as three pennies, is the smallest mouse species in North America. Fairly a cute little devil. It once ranged widely from Los Angeles south, but is now endangered and, in fact, was once thought extinct hmm. for two decades before Small populations were discovered in 1994. Well, of course it was a small population. <laughs> I, uh, a pocket. I would mouse. imagine Pat has had a relatively stress-free lifestyle on oh. his tiny little brain and tiny little body. No, this may surprise He's made it nine years. This may surprise you, but my brothers and I had a pet mouse. That doesn't surprise me. Well, we were out in, in western Kansas at my uncle's farm, and about this time of the year, there was a little snow on the ground, a little snow cover. And we're out there, you know, and we see this thing walk running around down there, a field mouse. Mm-hmm. So we captured it, and we took it home. And we got a little aquarium for it. Yeah. And uh, kept a field mouse. His name? I don't remember. Oh, no, you don't know. Okay. I don't remember. But uh, we did have a pet mouse for a while. Of course, my mom didn't think that was very I'm sure she idea. didn't, yeah. She'd be mice. 739 now, Stephen Ted. A uh, little uh, shop talk this morning, Ted. Emily Younger. Saying goodbye to KSN News 3 Tuesday. She made her announcement during the 10 p.m. newscast on Tuesday. Quote, I've made peace with my decision, knowing I'm taking a step back and going to focus on family. Okay. Not sure what that means. Uh, I was talking to somebody down the hall who said she might be getting married or something. But uh, anyway, she's, she's, she's leaving the TV. 
before joining KSN in April. Or if she's just tired of Jeff Herndon. Oh, well, that, there's that. No, okay. I'm just no. kidding. That's not right. <laughs> before joining KSN in April of 2016, Emily spent three years at the CBS affiliate in Albuquerque, New Mexico. She grew up in uh, Hayes, 2016. Gosh, that's four. You've been, been, what, seven years? She's been there now. Nice that's, chunk of time. That's really a pretty long time for yeah. a local TV anchor. But yeah, she probably Herndon probably drove her crazy. No. <laughs> no we, we say that because we've known Jeff for a good many years. We knew Jeff when he was doing radio. Yep. Right? He, yeah, I did a sports show with Jeff a for a little less than a year, uh, long, long ago. I wasn't that, was around a, that was a great time. We had I a lot of fun. Yeah, I wasn't around him much, but I know that uh, the little I was around him, he, he was a good guy. He was, one of the, he was a keeper, one of those guys that didn't take anything really too serious. Yes. He and just, uh, he knew how to have some fun. Yeah. So he's, a, he's a good guy, so... So now uh, we'll see what KSN comes up with as a new co-anchor for him on, on maybe, the big newscast. Maybe he's just told him, I don't need one. I can do this by myself and, you know, work every day in every newscast. That would be good, right? You can't do it alone. You don't have anyone to <laughs> chit-chat with. Yeah, you got to chit-chat. Uh, good point, good point. 741 now, Steve and Ted here on KNSS. And uh, what do we got coming up? Oh, the Wichita Business Journal coming up here on KNSS. Spirit Aerosystems talking about hiring for increased 737 production. That's on the way. Steve and Ted in the morning on KNSS. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Stephen Ted in the morning, KNSS, 7.46 here on this Thursday morning. Three big things. Three. Basketball, UCF 72, Wichita State 67. Two. Spirit Aerosystems workforce reduction will not include production in Wichita. One. Tornado touches down in Louisiana. Damage and injuries reported so far. No fatalities reported. Three big things, Stephen Ted on KNSS. Traffic right now, we've got a traffic accident at 119th Street West and Central. Want to avoid that intersection. Again, 119th and Central. Avoid the intersection. Traffic on 98.7 at 1330 KNSS. It's brought to you by Joe DeBrava and Carl's Goodyear Tire. Located downtown at Market and Waterman and online at carlstire.com. Your home for complete car care. Mostly sunny and breezy today with a high of 47 degrees. Yesterday's high was 48. Cloudy and cool with a 20% chance for rain and snow tonight. The overnight low 23. For Friday, sunny. Tomorrow's high, 
42 degrees. Now a clear sky, we have a west wind at 9 miles per hour and 31 degrees. KNSS weather brought to you by the Monarch. Up-to-date events and new whiskey and bourbon releases are available in the Monarch newsletter. Sign up online at monarchwichita.com. Stocks closed down Wednesday, giving back recent gains. Stocks ending lower on rate hike worries after several Fed officials issued a more hawkish tone. Shares of CVS spiking in a down market after the healthcare company delivered earnings and revenue, beating Wall Street estimates. In addition, CVS is plunging deeper into providing primary care and is acquiring Oak Street Health. And shares of Alphabet's Google tanking following news about its new AI chatbot, Bard. A day after Microsoft held its own event to reveal new AI technologies in its competing search engine, Bing. The Dow winners. United Health Group, Merck, and Goldman Sachs, the Dow Decliners, Home Depot, McDonald's, and Honeywell. The Dow falling 208 points, the Nasdaq down 203, S&P 500 down 46. Hillary Barsky, Fox News. The Walt Disney Company says it will cut about 7,000 jobs as part of a significant transformation announced by CEO Bob Iger. The job cuts amount to about 3% of the entertainment giant's global workforce and were announced Wednesday after Disney reported quarterly results that topped Wall Street's forecasts. Let's get a local business update from the Wichita Business Journal. Spirit Aerosystems is hiring in Wichita for long-awaited growth on its largest individual program. Company CEO Tom Gentili says Spirit began hiring in the fourth quarter in anticipation of a 35% production increase on the 737 MAX for Boeing. Gentilly said, quote, the headcount we're investing in right now is to make us capable of 42 per month, and that's where we expect to end the year. Gentilly making those comments on an investment analyst's call following Spirit's fourth quarter earnings report. Boeing's 737 MAX, which has historically accounted for about half of Spirit's annual sales, is currently built at a rate of one plane per day. Spirit reached a monthly rate as high as 57 aircraft on the 737 back in 2019, prior to Boeing's temporary production freeze starting in 2020. That was in the wake of deadly crashes in late 2018 and early 2019 that grounded the MAX globally for 20 months. Wichita State University is getting more than $2 million to help attract, train, and retain students for one of the region's expanding industries. The National Science Foundation has awarded at WSU more than $2.4 million to help fund cybersecurity scholarships. The funds will create the Cyber Core scholarships that will be available this fall, helping cover tuition and paying a stipend of $25,000 for undergraduate students and $34,000 for graduate students. The money will also help cover travel and supplies. Nurses at another Ascension Via Christi hospital in Wichita making steps toward forming a union as the healthcare industry continues to struggle in the face of severe workforce shortages. A petition filed last week with the National Labor Relations Board in an effort to unionize 300 full and part-time registered nurses at St. Joseph Hospital, closely following efforts at St. Francis Hospital, which voted to unionize back in November to advocate for better staffing conditions. That's local business news from the Wichita Business Journal. Ted, that's uh, scholarships for uh, cyber core scholarships at Wichita State. That's pretty interesting. Yeah, if you want to get into that... If Something you like any, that, that is huge. Have any, what would you say, any talent for that? Or if you're making some real good grades in math and you're in school right now, you, you might want to consider that. Get into the field of cybersecurity. You 
You'll never be without a job if you're good at it. And some exciting things going mm-hmm. on at Wichita State in regard to all of this, uh, you know, in in the uh, modern technology and things, things that are going on. So it's an exciting time out there. And you look downtown at uh, the new, what, the new medical schools going in mm-hmm. downtown? And there's a uh, school down there where you can learn how to be a chef. Mm-hmm. Uh, all kinds of technical and uh, uh, even, you know, uh, different kinds of training going on. The city's it's kind of exciting. There are a lot of different opportunities for a young person coming out of school. Uh, not necessarily the old, hey, I'm going to get my liberal arts degree and go do this, or or even you know, accounting or anything like that. There's other things. A lot of a lot of different opportunities. I would and say that's good for our community. To- I would say high school counselors would be busy. Uh, that brings up a, a couple of thoughts. Did you did you have a close relationship with a counselor when you were in high school? And I'm not saying. Going down and because you're in trouble or something, and they need to psychoanalyze you. They, but they used to do some uh, a little bit of vocational uh, uh, forecasting and help with you. But uh, did you ever talk to anybody? Or yeah, but I don't feel I ever much got much out of it. Yeah, I don't. I don't think so either. We had a we had one at our high school, and I'll I don't know if that's just because of the way I am, or because some of these counselors were lacking. I don't know. Well, I, the main thing is I, I had my counselors didn't really steer me in a direction for for any kind of work. You just said, you know, I'm looking at your test scores and I'm looking at your grades and you're kind of an underachiever, <laughs> which meant to say, really, you don't really, I really didn't put out much effort on my on my work schoolwork, so it wasn't much help. My wife says that she was tested and her counselor in high school said. Uh, maybe it wasn't the counselor, but she tested for a vocation that you know they do. They used mm-hmm. to do this. What would you be fitted to yeah, do? Yeah, they used to do. What that do you, What do you think she was fit, best fitted to do? What did they forecast? For a stranger? Yep. Yeah. Is that what your mom? That see, your that's what happened to my mom too. So I think there must have been a certain line of questioning back then. That if you were maybe if you were an independent woman, they just can, can threw you, you into it. You I can't imagine your mom, forest ranger, or Shelley being a like, forest mm, ranger. I don't oh. think that's very practical. <laughs> At any rate, yeah. there's uh, just a ton of uh, educational opportunities. The uh, the uh, community colleges are they're you know they're doing well. That's there's you know we look at Lawrence, we look at Manhattan, we look at the great big schools, but you look at the Wichita area. There's a lot of educational opportunity here if you're a young yep, person. Yep, and like I said, that's, that's good. Mm. It's good to have that, I think so. those options out there. Yeah. Those, yep. Today is, uh, I'm not sure if you're going to celebrate this, but today is National Toothache Day. A not-so-subtle reminder of the importance of dental care, also known as odontalgia. A toothache is pain generating from a tooth or multiple teeth. Get regular dental checkups, I guess, is the, is the message on National Toothache Day. That's right. You don't want to end up like Tom Hanks and Survivor having to hit Ooh. your mouth with a rock. Ooh, yeah. You don't want to end up like that. What a painful scene that was. I guess uh, in the old days, maybe I guess that's what they did before they had anesthesia and so forth. National Toothache Day. All right. Uh, <laughs> we've got a day for everything, don't we? Uh, 7.54, Steve and Ted coming up in the 8 o'clock hour. This morning, stay with us. We got a lot for you with Stephen Ted. We got the latest on tornado damage in Louisiana. Ted has a look at sports coming up, right, Ted? Yeah, the latest on Wichita State men's basketball last night, and of course our weekly Thursday morning minute with Mitch. Right, a nice little Super Bowl 
dip in the pool for a preview there. That'll be all coming up in sports. Plus, you've got entertainment use the blurs on the way. Yeah, we've uh, we got one of the most famous movie lines of all time that we will feature in the blur today. So, good stuff. Entertainment news. That'll be uh, 40 minutes from now at 835. And traffic and weather in the 8 o'clock hour. Stay with us. Stephen Ted in the morning on KNSS. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.